Hello, hello. This is episode number 81 of Life Coaching for Dentists. I am Dr. Natanya Brown, an endodontist and a life coach for dentists. And what I want to talk to you about today is something that I see come up on the daily, like daily. I am in all sorts of different dental groups. I have a lot of friends that are dentists, obviously. I practiced dentistry for many, many years, and I'm not here to point fingers. Like what I'm gonna talk to you about today is something that I have definitely experienced and struggled with myself. And if I'm honest, I still can on occasion. I haven't reached this pinnacle of nirvana where I am problem free. <laughs> um, but so what am I talking about? Um, what I'm talking about is this notion, this thought that patients should be behaving or acting differently than they do. Has that ever been you? Have you ever had the thought to yourself or caught yourself thinking like, oh my gosh, if patients could just stop, you know, fill in the blank, like complaining about fees or stop expecting free treatment or, you know, stop telling us that they hate us for heaven's sakes. Uh, maybe you're thinking, can, can this patient just stop talking so that I can start the procedure already? <laughs> you know, I, I can, can't tell you how many times I'd get irritated or frustrated. But seriously, have you ever been in that position? And I bet for you, even as I'm saying these things, you're, you're thinking of situations where, yeah, totally, you've been in a certain situation and you're thinking, oh my gosh, can they please just stop doing whatever it is? You might have your own flavor or variations of, of uh, examples that come to your mind. We all do in truth. Uh, the bottom line is we can be control freaks <laughs> and we just wish so badly that other people would cooperate and do what we would like them to do. You know, maybe get the memo of uh, what we tell them to do so that they could just do it. Um, but I'm gonna just cut to the chase, all right? Uh, the truth of the matter is, if you are continual, continually believing that other people need to do things a certain way, maybe they need to change, what's happening is you're putting yourself in a very vulnerable position and I'm going to tell you why what you're doing is you're leaving your own peace of mind in the hands of in this example your patients right you're actually waiting on them to cooperate so that you can have a good day well news flash you're going to be waiting a long time because you know, at the end of the day, patients are going to do what they darn well please. I, I, there's no sugarcoating here. Every single day, patients come up with new and improved ways to surprise us, irritate us, annoy us, <laughs> or otherwise do things that, you know, we're like, what are you doing? Or why are you saying this? Right? So I want you to think about it. If that's you, I want you to stop immediately stop hoping and wishing and expecting for patients to be different it's just 
it doesn't cease to amaze me when I, you know, see these posts and dental forums of people that are just getting so frustrated and caught off guard by the kinds of things that patients come up with. The bottom line is we cannot control what our patients do or say, okay? But we can control how we respond in these situations and we can decide if our patients get the best of us and ruffle our feathers, so to speak, okay? You get to decide. I just want to remind you, you get to decide who you're going to treat in your dental office. It's not like you have to treat everybody that comes in the door. I know a lot of us think we do, but that's not the case. You get to decide if you dismiss a patient. You get to decide if a patient is no longer welcome in your practice, okay? So just a quick little reminder that dismissing a pain in the neck patient is 100% in your control. I also want you to think about, you know, how might this actually be relevant outside of patients? In this conversation, we might be focused, focusing more on patients and your dental practice, but how might this also be relevant with, you know, your staff? Are you thinking that your staff need to, you know, need to, are you thinking that your staff needs to uh, cooperate in certain ways, otherwise you're gonna have a bad day, you know? Like, uh, is your happiness dependent on your staff doing what they say they're supposed to do, otherwise, dot, 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 you're gonna have a bad day. Now, obviously, we're all gonna agree that it's nice and it's helpful and it's better for us when people show up and do what they say they're going to do. But that doesn't always happen. So how are we going to respond in these situations? I know a lot of us right now are short-staffed. I have been short-staffed numerous times. I mean, I'm specifically remembering times when I was a one-woman show. I wouldn't recommend that to anybody. But let me just ask you, if you are short-staffed or if that's a scenario that could happen to you, how do you wanna handle that? How do you wanna think about it? How about when your staff shows up late or a patient shows up late? How do you wanna think about that? When your staff, let's say, doesn't handle a patient properly, like they mismanage communication to a patient, how do you wanna handle that? Or how do you wanna think about it? When your dental assistant breaks something in the office, bound to happen, how do you wanna think about that? I'm not suggesting that we should just roll over and take it and not say anything and just allow whatever to be happening, but I'm asking you, how do you want to handle it? Do you want to be reactive and freaking out? When you think about yourself in your highest version of yourself as a leader that's leading, what kind of characteristics do you want to be leading with? What, what traits as a leader do you want to exemplify? I also might lovingly add, don't forget that you have an employee manual. Now, whether you own a practice or you're an associate in a practice, 
there is such a thing as the employee manual. Maybe it's been a while that you've not looked at it. Maybe you've never looked at it. Maybe it's time to revisit the employee manual so that you can get up to snuff on what is in there. Now, remember, you should have very clear cut expectations written down, policies and procedures that clearly articulate the roles of each staff member and how to handle certain situations. Like for example, if you have a staff member that's chronically showing up late, right? You can choose to get stressed out, of course, but you can also alternatively um, refer to your employee manual and ask yourself if you've outlined how to handle that in the manual. If it's not in there, maybe now it's time to put something in there. If you're an associate, you can have a conversation with the owning dentist, or if it's a DSO, whatever the case may be, you have the ability and the power to use your voice to speak up, right? I see so many dentists getting super stressed out about their patients doing this thing or the other thing, the staff doing this thing or the other thing, and at the end of the day, what I'd offer to you is that the next time you catch yourself, you know, thinking and, and going down this mental spiral of, oh my gosh, I can't believe they did this thing, or I really wish they'd stop doing X, Y, and Z. Okay, you're feeling irritated in that moment. That's fine. Feel irritated. <laughs> but then I want you to pause, give yourself reassurance, and remind yourself that you are fully capable of handling this situation to the best of your ability. And maybe that means responding and maybe not. Not everything is going to require a response. If it requires a response, then you're going to do something. And this is where I will reiterate, you need to pause and to think about how you want to respond as opposed to react. Pause and ask yourself, here's a few questions that you may want to reflect on to think about how you want to respond, both in the short term and longer term. Ask yourself, how might this situation be an opportunity for me to communicate my needs and my desires? How might I be able to rise to the occasion and demonstrate my leadership skills in this situation? What boundaries need to be enforced that have not been? Where is this a great opportunity for me to communicate boundaries that have not been previously clearly communicated or previously clearly and consistently enforced? Here's one of my favorite questions. How am I responsible for having contributed to this or how have I created this? I love that one. What response on my part will help me feel the most proud? How may I be able to tap into compassion and curiosity how might I be able to understand what the patient or the staff member is going through and have compassion for them? 
sidebar, that doesn't mean allowing them to completely steamroll over you and or your needs. And now when we think about compassion and curiosity, how might we be able to actually turn that around and use that on ourselves, not just towards you know, the person, staff member or patient, but really on ourselves? What do I need right now to be able to think about my response? So most of the time, we don't necessarily need to act or respond immediately in the moment. Typically, we have several hours, maybe overnight, maybe even a few days to really contemplate how we want to respond. Like I'm just thinking, if a patient asks for a refund, that's not an emergency, right? Like you could say, I'm going to think about how, you know, I'll, I'll get back to you tomorrow or I'll get back to you by the end of the week, for example. And, and look, even if it's a situation that requires immediate attention, you know, let's say you have a staff member that, you know, texted you saying that they're going to quit, for example, or whatever the case may be, where you feel like it requires immediate attention, even taking a moment or 30 seconds to pause, maybe go to the bathroom, or at a minimum, pausing to take a couple deep breaths, you always have that available to you. Always, 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 okay? So if you take one thing away from this episode, okay, this is what I want you to take away from. So, so come back to me if you've been distracted at all. This is what I want you to extract, is that your happiness should not be dependent on the actions of other people because ultimately we cannot control other people. Don't let yourself think that you can only find peace or happiness when patients or staff or your spouse or your kids behave in a certain way. Notice how I threw in spouse and kids because all of this is applicable to every part of our lives, okay? You always, always, always get to control your response to situations. Nobody forces you to get stressed out, period. Nobody has the power to make you have a bad day, period, okay? You have way more power than you realize. And when you create certainty for yourself, like both within your dental practice, whether you own it or not, as well as in your personal life, okay? When you create certainty for yourself, when you clearly communicate your needs and expectations, and I'm not even talking about having to communicate them to other people, but when you are clear of what they are, you are less affected by what other people do and say because you're creating internal certainty. You're creating internal resilience. You're creating a safe place internally where no matter what's happening, no matter how patients are acting, no matter how staff are acting, you are crystal clear with meeting your own emotional needs. So you no longer need people to cooperate. You no longer need patients or staff to do every last thing that you ask of them so that you can be happy. And you might actually feel more confident in letting a staff member go or a patient go that isn't in alignment 
with the expectations that you have clearly outlined and communicated to them, okay? Lastly, you know, sometimes instead of reacting, remember that people are gonna be people. We cannot control them. And sometimes letting it go is the best thing we can do for our own mental sanity. So-and-so patient plopped into the chair and said that they can't stand going to the dentist. We have the option to let that roll off our back, okay? That won't be the first time or the last time that you will have heard it. I know I've heard that a thousand and one times. We let that roll off our back. We continue on our day. That is what I have for you today, my friends. It is my sincerest hope that these episodes are helpful for you in helping you to create a sense of calm and peace amidst all the chaos of our personal lives and our dental practices. And, you know, if it has been helpful for you, if this episode is helpful, if any of my past episodes have been helpful for you, then would you be willing to leave a quick review of the podcast? And you can do that in whichever podcast app you are using to listen to the podcast. Um, of course, if you're watching the live recording on Facebook, you're welcome to leave a comment or even share this with a friend. And Actually, uh, you know, whether you're watching on Facebook or listening to the podcast, if you do have a friend that would benefit from this podcast or even specifically this episode, you know, maybe they need to hear some of the, these uh, ideas that I'm conveying. Maybe they need to listen to this exact episode. And if so, share this with them, you know, so that they can also benefit. That way more of us dentists can feel better, can feel calmer, can feel happier in our lives. It benefits everybody, um, not just me. <laughs> it really helps to elevate our dental profession so that we can feel calmer and happier and have tools to create more calm and peace and balance in our lives. And the last thing I'll say is that, you know, after listening to this episode, you may feel like you have some great tools that you want to implement in your own life and you may be good going on your way and know exactly how to implement them. And alternatively, you may listen to this episode and you may get, get some great tools and it may leave you wanting more. You may be interested to explore um, what personalized one-on-one -on -one coaching with me may look like for you. And if that's you, I want to invite you to schedule a time so that we can get acquainted through a complimentary consultation. In that time, we can delve into your exact situation. We can look at what changes you are looking to make, where you need help with the most, and then we'll devise a strategy for you to feel better and create more joy in your life. So whether or not we end up working together, you're gonna come away from that session with actionable steps to help you towards your goals. You truly deserve this. You owe it to yourself to get intentional with this one life that you have worked so hard to create, and it's time to enjoy it. So to schedule your complimentary call, go to drnatania.com forward slash connect. 
I'll link it in the show notes as well as in the comments on Facebook. Okay, friends, have a fantastic day. I will see you next time.